So we are taken up in that first reading. We are taken up with St. John in this moment of profound revelation where God reveals, allows us to see and to understand that Mary is the fulfillment of the Ark of the Covenant that we see in the Old Testament. Remember that the Ark was designed and patterned on heaven. God directed every detail of the building of the Ark and also of the Holy of Holies, that inner sanctuary, and eventually the building of the temple, which would contain the Ark. And you remember those three things that were inside the Ark. There was... Oh, I'm having a junior moment. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the two tablets of the law, those commandments by which God's people were to live in order to remain in right relationship with God and to reflect God's holiness to each other and to the nations around them. There was also that golden urn with the manna, that manna that nourished God's people through the wilderness for those 40 years. And then, of course, there was the rod of Aaron that represented his priesthood that he exercised for God on behalf of his people. No wonder David danced before this ark when it was brought in to the city of Jerusalem for the first time. And now we come to this vision of John. God's temple in heaven was opened and the Ark of the Covenant was seen within his temple. God revealed this heavenly vision and notice what John sees. The Ark of the Covenant is no longer a box container made of acacia wood and adorned with gold. What does John see when he sees the Ark? He sees a human being. He sees a woman who is with child. And our tradition, our church, has always understood that woman to be Mary and the child to be the eternal Son of God made flesh in her womb. Isn't this amazing? Mary is the new ark of the new eternal covenant that God wants to make with his people through Christ. The ark is not made of wood, but it's a living ark 
in whom God dwells. In the old ark were the tombstone tablets of the law. Within Mary is the Word made flesh, the living Word of God that reveals God's full plan and the way of salvation. In the old ark was the manna that passed away. In Mary is Jesus the bread of life, and all who receive him have eternal life. In the old ark was the staff of Aaron, in Mary, Jesus Christ, the one true eternal priest of God, who offers not sheep and goats, but offers himself, sheds his own blood for the salvation of the world. Isn't this amazing? To see the connection and how the old ark was a foreshadowing, an anticipation of how God would bring this to fulfillment in Mary. And now we go to the gospel. Mary is a Christ-bearer. When she goes to the house of Elizabeth, her cousin, she does not go alone. In fact, everything that Mary does Wherever Mary goes, she bears Christ. This is the treasure that she brings. No wonder that moment with Elizabeth is filled with so much joy. Why John the Baptist leaps in the womb of his mother with joy. Because Mary is bringing Christ, the Savior of the world, Everything is now filled with grace. Everything is made new. Every moment becomes redemptive and salvific. And as we celebrate what God did for Mary and through Mary for the salvation of the world, we celebrate what God wants to do in us, what this announces and reveals about us, about our identity, why we are here, and where we are going. My friends, God, let's say this, Jesus did not come into this world to dwell in tabernacles made with human hands. Even though together with you, I am deeply grateful for the Eucharistic presence of Christ in all the tabernacles of the world. But Jesus came to dwell in the living tabernacles that we become by our baptism. And this new life that we receive of Christ in our baptism Notice how it is nourished by Jesus, the living word, by Jesus, the bread of life, and by our participation 
in the sacrifice of Christ, the true priest, perpetually offered on this altar to further the work of redemption, to conform us more to Christ. When you and I got up this morning, did we think that we were alone? Are you alone right now sitting in the pew? When you go about the day today, you and I, are we alone in any errands that we make, any encounters that we have? Do we realize who we are? Christ bearers. This means that everything we do and everyone we meet will never be alone. We bring Christ. As we see Christ in Mary, we should see Christ in us. And this is what allows every moment to be different, to be transformed. This is why Mother Teresa would say to her sisters, never let anyone that you meet leave your presence without feeling more peaceful, feeling more loved, feeling more encouraged, feeling more their dignity as children of God. Whenever someone is baptized, this is why our hearts leap with joyful alleluias. Whenever a child or an adult is baptized, because at that moment, they become a Christ-bearer, which means that Christ can be more present in the world. And this is what leads us to the hope that we will share the glory that is now Mary's. It is right and fitting that she should be assumed body and soul into heaven. She who is the new ark, the new Eve, the new queen mother of Christ, that she should reign first in glory with her son as she awaits us to share that same glory. Let's pray for this, but let's remember how this feast impacts our life today. Amen.